Man, listen. If you have made mistakes in life, if you have made mistakes in life that you have acknowledged our mistakes, do not allow that to define you. Too many people are allowing the mistakes that they've made to define them. Actually, a better way to put that, too many people are defining you as the mistake that you've made, which is not allowing you the ability to grow out of it because you get caught up in the rut of having to always relive the error. You have got to, at some point, tell these individuals, hey, I made a mistake. I absolutely did, and that is it. I will not be held to this mistake. It will not bind me any further. That is important. That is something that we really need to take into consideration because the mistakes that are being held to us are something that it's something that's going to it's something that we cannot get away from. Our cultural society does not let us get away from making mistakes and stay in the game. Everyone who makes a mistake seems to always have to choose to go into hiding or you know, just leave the whole situation. You can't do anything good because you've been seen as someone who's made error before. We got to stop that mindset. We have to stop that altogether. There is no one on this planet. There is no one on this planet. If you are a believer in God outside of Jesus who walked in the flesh, that was mistake free. No one else. Everyone else has done something wrong or at some point done something to someone to make them think you did something wrong. Do not be defined by the errors in your life too long. Take it on, make your corrections, and then move on and have those around you move on or move around. You're going to move on from this or you're going to move around. That is it, because we can't keep you can't have any type of forward momentum if you stay present. If you stay present, you can't have no forward momentum. And by staying present means that you are being held up and bound to a past problem that you didn't already correct it, that you've already corrected. So don't let it hold you. Don't let it control you. Just move on. And for those people, tell them, hey, listen, you know what? You're right. I did make a mistake. You seem to not want to ever let that go. So you're going to have to depart from me. If that's the only way for you to let it go, you got to depart from me. I don't want to hear anything else about it. I don't want to discuss the mistake again with you. I don't want to go down the same road with you. Just leave me alone. That's it. Because I don't want to be defined like that. And since you're defining me like that, take that somewhere else. And cut these people out of your life. Cut those type of relationships out of your life. Do not be consistently defined by your mistakes. And do not speak on yourself by your mistakes. 
it's time to keep on speaking success into our lives. We recollect, we remember, we saw what happened, we overcame, we're moving forward. Don't keep letting it happen. Man, listen. Okay, so it's not enough to say that, you know, like, yeah, we need to communicate better as men. We need to do these things better. We need to to be able to say, hey, I understand what you have going on and I'm going to work at doing better. And then you say, "Okay, I understand. But when you look at your life, you realize that your life and the things around your life seem like you don't understand. That's because we need something tangible. Don't just let people tell you they understand. Provide the tangible example, i.e., how do we get to the correct level of communication? If you find yourself, real life example, on the telephone and you're talking about some of the same things, you know, I let's say uh, you have sexually explicit conversation um, or you're talking about a TV show that you guys watch. But you got to keep in mind that this world is full of information and full of different things. So you have to teach yourself and the people around you how to put yourselves into other thought processes. This is collectively building a stronger circle. Collectively building a stronger circle. Find somebody that's into politics. Find somebody that's into gardening. Find somebody that's into animals. Find somebody that's into religion. Find somebody that's into botany. It's time to find people in in just a myriad of topics. So in your life, you will find yourself able to put yourself in in practically any environment and survive. You know, a lot of times we will look around and our circles will look very similar to what we do. So when we find something or approach something that is outside of what we commonly do, we find it hard to work in that environment. So we have to do things to make it better, to make it easier, to, to, to applicate ourselves a lot better. It's time to figure out how to thrive in multi-level environments. How to thrive in multi-level environments. So I would implore every single person who takes the time out to listen to this podcast. Do something completely different. Find somebody who has a topic that you ain't never, ever, ever thought that you would be interested in and just listen to it. Just listen to it and see if you can find yourself in that convo. First off, bottom line is it will definitely increase your vernacular. It will 100% increase your vernacular because you got to take on new vocabulary words to get into new conversation. So something very important in trying to learn how to communicate is also teaching the tangible tools to make your communication better. So one tangible tool to making your communication better is to literally put yourself in a different environment 
and have to thrive in that environment. And even if you don't feel like you're thriving today, give yourself an opportunity to learn something different. Give yourself the opportunity to fail in an environment and then start working yourself into it. It don't have to take long. You know, just, hey, it's as simple as, hey, how you doing? What are you selling? What do they got going on? Type in Google, strange things talked about on the internet. Learn something so that every day you can say, hey, man, you know what? I sat down, I uh, laid on the couch, hit the Google up, but I learned something today. You know, so if somebody thinks I did something and I didn't add edification to my life, you're wrong. Today, I learned something different. Here's what I learned. That's a whole way to bring in better communicational skills. If we do not learn how to better communicate, we are always going to find ourselves in a very divisive environment. And I'm pretty sure by now we're tired of being divided at the at the foundational level. It's getting old. So let's just help each other. Man, listen. So as a man, there are a lot of things that I uh, that I had to start learning. So in my first marriage, in my very first marriage, right, I took on the role of, you know what, I just got married, things happen, I'm going to quietly endure. I'm going to just deal with what I need to deal with and just endure because this is my very first marriage. And I know that, you know, sometimes I got to carry the weight. Guys, that didn't work. I allowed things to happen. I didn't say things when I probably should have said. And my first marriage, I was 20 something years old. You know, today I'm 38 years old. So there's a lot of hindsight 2020 that I look back on my life and realize I could have done a lot differently had I had the proper people in my life and I talked to them about it. Now I'm on my second marriage headed for divorce and in this marriage i did some things different i started to to say hey i don't like this and i don't like that and i started to speak the truth because i realized in my first marriage holding on to things didn't work for me holding on to things still led me down a path where i ended up failing in that marriage and i say failing because even though i was not solely responsible i am responsible at at the cusp of being a man and holding on to what I'm trying to build and it shatters. So, you know, my, my second marriage, I said, you know what, I'm going to approach this differently. You know, there were a lot of caveats, a lot of nuances, you know, um, coming into a blended family and there were things that I knew and things I didn't know, but I tried to just be as honest as I could. You know, I, I'm an advocate for something that's weird, but people, well, I don't think it's weird. You know, I didn't buy a wedding ring. I didn't buy a wedding ring because I believed in my truth. I believed that I could walk this earth, tell somebody, hey, man, listen, I, you know what? I want to spend my life with you. I want to be in a relationship with you. And I don't need to spend no money to prove that to you. Take me as take me at my word. Take me at my word is where I was standing and where I'm going to always be. I am now someone who says you need to take me at my word because my word means more than the symbol my word will always mean more than the symbol and yes i am well on my way to being divorced and i'm being divorced because you know i use the term that 
bled over into areas it should not have. I started to say, hey, you don't make me feel good. And as a man, expressing my feelings is is sometimes taken as me being weak. But I didn't feel weak. Guys, I'm still out here benching 350, you know, running two, three miles a day, you know, uh, keeping myself healthy. So physically, I'm strong. But to my wife, I started to look weak because I started to express that things made me feel uncomfortable. Things were not headed down a healthy direction. And I didn't like to feel like I was failing or that I, you know what, for lack of a better words, I didn't want to feel bad that we weren't where we should be at. And I'll never forget, you know, when she, you know, walked up, walked up in my face to a man. This is something that I've tried to get a lot of people to understand to a man. And I always start my things off with, man, listen, because I like to speak to my men. When someone walks into your face, that means they have no respect for you. Physically have no respect for you. That's bottom line. So when my wife started to look at my feelings as my weakness and she walked into my face, it inevitably meant that, hey, this woman doesn't respect me. Because if she respected me, number one, she would never run into my face like that. But I started to look weak because I'm like most men. We are all plagued by this one question. Why do I let you as a woman disrespect me to the to the nature I would never let a man? But it's because you are weaker than I am physically. And we are not just out here taking advantage of individuals who are weaker than we are. So my wife started to look at me like I was weak. So she started to act as if I was weak. She started to talk to me as if I was weak. And if I produced weakness in her mind, I started to not be the strong pillar that she needed. Now, this is a hard balance, man, because I'm not going to whoop your butt in order for you to believe that I am still the strong pillar that you need. I am a protector. I protect my, I will protect my wife and my kids to the death of me. But I don't have to beat you to show you that I can do that. And I don't have to not be able to express to you that I do have feelings and emotions and then still come off to you as if I'm weak mentally and physically. It is like now as a man to show the expression of the expression of emotion is something that has become detrimental to us. But it is something that is important that more men start to advocate for. You need to say, hey, I don't feel good about this and still be able to be looked at as a healthy, strong man who can protect his family. And women, they're going to have to start respecting that. Hey, man, I have an emotion because I'm human. How many men have taken some hits, some slaps, some punches, some kicks, and then had to shrug it off? The physical pain is definitely there. I have been slapped on my back before by a female that's playing and it hurt for real. How many men have been ran up on by, by women and you haven't done anything, but you know good and well that when you think about your life, that men do not do these things to you. Men don't run up on you with the type of uh, anger and negativity that you get because most men understand something, that there are repercussions because I also view you 
as a male. We don't view our women as men, but our women want us to view them as men. I don't go out here telling my homies when we are talking about each other that you may have said something to hurt my feelings because typically ain't nothing no man telling me that's hurting my feelings. I'm not having conversations with men where I'm emotionally attached to the conversation like that. But when it comes to a woman, the softer side of who I am, there are emotional attachments I have to her, but she wants me to treat her as a man. This is something we have to get away from. We have to be able to really tell a woman, hey, when I tell you I love you, that's not just my words, that's my emotions. And I need for you to understand that if you feel like I love you, then you need to feel like I feel upset when you don't treat me good. You need to understand that I feel sad when you don't treat me nice. You need to understand that when, I, when I'm when i looking nice or smelling good or trying to do something nice for you and you don't acknowledge it, that I feel feel used that I feel abused by that they need to understand this and that it is not a attack on my actual stature as a man I'm still gonna be a man I'm just gonna be a man that wants the same level of understanding that I give you I don't approach you like a man because you aren't a man I won't fight you like a man because you're not a man for me to be running up in your face like that. You know, it's such a complicated thing to balance your masculinity because anything outside of the word masculine becomes feminine. So there needs to be a better word. And there is a word already created. And the word is emotions. And we have emotions that don't make me feminine. Me expressing my emotions does not make me feminine. And that is something that is very important that we start to understand. Because up until recently, I realized or did not realize that I was being or starting to be viewed as feminine. When you start to say things like, hey, I don't appreciate that. Or you make me feel this way. We kind of relegate that to just something that females say. But it needs to be normalized in the male environment as well. Because men ain't out here talking to a lot of men. We're not out here seeking therapy. Not not, not where we need to. And even if we seek therapy, all of us need to go to therapy. Because if you're going to... A lot of our men have a lot of bottled up emotion because you can't say nothing. Because it's viewed feminine. It needs to go away. It really needs to go away. I'm I'm telling you, I'm just, I'm not the type of male out here having a lot of men run up on me. I don't even carry that type of persona. But I done had plenty females run up in my face before in relationships. Because they know I'm not the type of person that's going to put hands on you. If you have not done something negative to me, because let's just be honest, I'm also not the type of man that's going to sit around and just let you beat beat on me emotionally or physically won't happen. It will not happen. But I do not want to prove my masculinity to my woman by having to whoop her butt. That just doesn't make sense. It can't make sense. 
And we as men need to start normalizing that we have healthy emotions and that we can express these healthy emotions and still be the type of man that you can feel is your protector. Man, listen, you know, as a man, you know, we have to be able to carry the load, you know, so my men, you need to understand that a man is made to carry the load. He's equipped from birth to bleed that strength. When a man approaches weight, it's because he is prepared to do what it takes to lift that weight. You know, it's like when you're about to hit your max and you have a spotter. Once that weight is up, you tell that spotter to let go because you are ready to bear that burden. You are ready to carry that load. Men in your relationships, you have got to get out here. Step up in front of that weight, that weight being that woman, that weight being that woman that you look at, that you believe is going to be a good supporter for you. Each of you have a supportive role. But as a man, the weight that you're built to carry, the weight that your your physique is built to carry is more than what she has. As a man, you have to be ready for that. You have to be ready to teach her that, hey, babe, you are my supporter in this area. You are my supporter in this area. And when you're supporting me, I appreciate it. But baby, when I say I got it, I got it. You have to have a supporter that understands that when you say you got it, it doesn't mean help it down a little bit. It means let go because I got it. My men, we have got to stand up. In these moments, in these times and tell our women what men look like. What does a man look like? 66 percent since 1990. Our homes have been raised by women. So if you are a man and you came from a home raised by a woman, it does not mean that you still are not a man, but there are things that you miss from a man. So do not hold on to blame. Don't hold on to doubt. Don't hold on to mistrust. Don't blame your fathers. Seek a man to guide you. We have got to teach our men to seek men to seek guidance because it's that important. It is that healthy. And we need that health. You need that health. You need to give that health. So when you become a man and you are in a relationship where you are the supporter, where you are seen as the supporter, it's important that you understand your role. And when you need to tell that woman, your supporter, babe, I got it. A lot of our women are out here hurting men because we don't. Tell them we got it because we are not built strong enough to carry the load. And I'm telling you, my man, it is time for you to get strong enough to carry the load. We are not just out here fighting each other. Most men aren't fighting every day. It's just not a thing. So how are we building ourselves emotionally? How are we building ourselves mentally? How are we building ourselves spiritually? Because you got to stand in front of weight on multiple areas. That is what is asked of you. If you are calling yourself a man, if you believe in God, then clearly you know that you've got to carry some weight. 
Clearly, you know that you've got to make some sacrifices. Clearly, you know, there will be battles in front of you. In those battles, the expectation is that you can handle it. The expectation is that even if you get under your max weight and that supporter let it go and you get it halfway down and then you can't get it back up and your supporter got to reach down there and help you. That's okay because what do we typically do? We go in there and we keep building that muscle because we want to hit that because we felt something when we got it to where we got it to. We felt that, hey, a little bit more and I'm going to get it a little bit more and I'm going to get it a little bit more and I'm going to get it. And that is where we are today. A little bit more. and We're going to get it, but we can't get it on our own. We have got to get the selfish mentality out of a man's concept. A man is not meant to work alone. It is not a thing. Your supporter is not meant to try to support nothing. So you have to also select a supporter that understands where you are trying to be strong at so that she can bear the support where you need it. Encourage where you need it. If you are not getting that encouragement, say something because a man needs to be spoke life into. So if you're not getting life spoken into you, say something. Go out there and say, hey, I need you to speak life into me. Hey, you know, what? it's been three days. You ain't spoke life into me. Hey, it's been two hours. You ain't spoke life into me. Say that because if you need somebody to speak life into you, this should not be complicated. This shouldn't be a thing that's hard. So go out there and tell them, speak life into me. Don't just tell women, don't tell me, hey, man, speak life into me. Speak life into me because I need to hear it. So I know I'm, I'm going to be OK. So I know that when it's time to shoulder the weight, I can shoulder the weight. All of my podcasts, all of my posts, they are labeled, man, listen, because we need to build our men back. We need to build our men back. And for that, we have got to work at it. We've got to give that effort. We've got to show that a man is out here to help other men. That is so important. And for me, I want to be able to give you men a perspective from a man, not from a perfect man, because all of us are still building. All of us are still growing. It, I used to say things like the way I'm going to shoulder this emotional pain is I'm just going to be quiet about it. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to speak on it whatsoever. And it didn't work. It did not work. All it did was show that I could not force the force myself to handle the weight. So I never got the repetitions. And when I didn't get the repetitions, the relationship in my life, it collapsed because I wasn't getting under the weight. I wasn't working up to it. I would go and work out another muscle. But I saw the weight that needed. I saw the area in my life that needed work. But I didn't approach it. I didn't do what was necessary. And it failed. I wasn't able to hit the weight. I wasn't able to hold on to the relationship. And it broke a piece of me. It broke a piece of me for a long time because I'm trying to figure out how come I can't maintain something healthy. How come I can't be the ideal of what a man is supposed to be about. This was a problem for me. How come I can't manage this? But it was because I, I wasn't being truthful to myself. I didn't tell myself the truth. A man stands firm on his word. 
My word comes before everything else. My word comes before everything else. I stand firm on my word. There is a time when you say I will not endure whatever is standing in front of me. Your word comes before the action. You cannot lie to yourself. When you see a problem, you have to address it because if you don't address it, you're lying to yourself. You're living in an environment where you are not being healthy to yourself and you can't afford that. You can't afford that as a man. As a man, you've got to live on your truth. And your truth has to have. This is very important, man. This is the most important piece of it. Your truth has to have a moral compass, a healthy moral compass. They say that there are there are even truths among thieves. There are even truths amongst thieves. But that's not a healthy moral compass. To be a thief because a thief is someone who steals without your knowledge. A man is something. A man is someone who faces every everything. So you have to have a healthy moral compass. That's just an important fact of being a man. You have to know your limitations and speak those limitations. And sometimes when you are speaking those limitations or you know those limitations, you can prepare properly for what you are about to face. Because you see it coming, but you sometimes don't know how. And when you don't know how to prepare yourself, ask another man, hey, how did you prepare yourself for this? Seek that advice because it's that important. What we teach each other, what we teach our young men, what we teach them will start to show fruition. But men, we have got to make sure that we are being the men in our other men's lives. That's important. We need to be men to men so that men understand that, hey, there are good ways to tackle a lot of situations. We don't always have to be negative or reach a negative conclusion. Be healthy. Be healthy for each other. Be healthy for each other. I can't say it enough. Be healthy for each other. Be healthy for each other. Look at a man and say, hey, man, I just want you to know I'm trying to be healthy for you. When you make a statement like that, it's because you've seen something that's adverse. It's because you've seen something adverse. Hey, you know, if you walk around here like this or you walk around here like that, this is what people think. It isn't me telling you to stop doing what you're doing, but it is telling me to tell you that you need a different perspective as to why you're doing what you're doing and how it has a effect on. And we got to stop saying that, you know what, just because I'm grown or because I am taking care of myself that I can do whatever I want to do, because whatever we do do, it does have an effect. And the idea is to understand the effect so we can live in a truth. Understand the effects of what we do as men so we can live in our truth, because that is where we want to be at. We want to be living in our truth. So, man, listen, live in your truth. Shoulder the load. Recognize when your supporter is not letting go and tell your supporter, hey, I need you to let go. I don't need the safety net. Just let go. I got it. I got it. And understand where you got it and where you still need your supporter. 
Because sometimes we ask ourselves, what do you bring to the table? Well, sometimes what we need to bring to the table is a better understanding of when our supporter needs to know to let go. When our supporter needs to know, hey, I need you to hold on because you can't let go right now. And your supporter can't look at you and not see a man. They can't look at you and, and not see strength because that's a problem. So you got to be selective on your supporter. But if we're not raising better men, if we're not having better men groups, if we're not hitting more men with man, listen, this is what we need to be trying to work on. We're going to see ourselves finding supporters that don't understand what it means to be the type of man or be with the type of man that you are. So, man, listen. Shoulder the load. 